This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. As I mentioned last week when we were finishing our podcast that I thought we should talk about excuses again today, and that's what we're going to do. So last week, we talked about excuses for not doing those things that God has told us to do. So um, what were our examples last week? Um... Uh, Moses. Yeah. <laughs> it's like his name was there, but it wasn't coming out. So that's fair. That happens. So yeah, Moses is really what we focused on last week and how God had told him to go and lead the people out of Egypt. And he just had excuse after excuse after excuse about why God should send somebody else and not him. But as I was preparing for that lesson, I kept coming up with other excuses that we make, but really more in the line of um, excuses for when we do something that we shouldn't do and then we don't want to take responsibility for it. So we make excuses for our sin or for our shortcomings. So very common. We do it all the time. Kids do it all the time. Like as soon as you, you know, catch them doing something, they immediately will point to someone else in the room and be like, ah, oh, but they oh, told me to. The blame game. The blame game. Very common. And it started with creation, right? As soon as we had people on this earth with Adam and Eve, that's where we're going to start because it didn't take very long for the blame game to become very common. So we're going to start reading today in Genesis chapter 3. I was looking for how we could not read the whole account, but it just makes sense to read the whole account. So we're going to start in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 1, and we're going to read on down to... um, verse 19. So, um, a long reading, but I think it's important to get all of the context. It's shorter than the whole book of Genesis, which I told her she was allowed to read in this podcast. Yeah, this so. was almost a very different podcast and just a reading through of the book of Genesis. So It would have been funny. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> and someone would have been like, maybe we should speed this up and see if they ever move on to anything else. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. Um, <laughs> Genesis chapter 3, starting in verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Sorry, excuse the cat. The thing is, if we kick her out of this room, she's just going to be louder. So, yes, so we'll try to... It just is what it is. We'll try to ignore her. So, verse 7. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam, and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Excuse. Exactly. 
Um, and he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And here we go. Verse 12. And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. Of all the people to blame, let's blame God. <laughs> that seems like a good yeah, idea. Yeah, you gave me this woman. Um, verse 13. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is... What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Again, another excuse. Verse 14. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. And unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee. And thou shalt eat of the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken. For dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. So here you see Adam and Eve in the perfect garden that God had created for them and put them in. When they fell short and when they sinned, immediately started playing the blame game, pointing at one another. Of course, the man blaming the woman and the woman blaming the serpent. Um, and of all of that, whose excuse did God accept? Not a one. Not a one. They all had their punishment or their consequence for their part in um, falling short, right? They, they each had done something that they should not do, and they each were accountable to God for that. So the excuses did not get them very far. Um, is that my cue? Or yeah. Do you want me to say? Okay. Um, so the next excuses we're going to look at are King Saul. So if you'll go to First Samuel, like it's just gone. Um, 13, we're going to start by reading verses 8 through 10, which says, And he tarried seven days according to the set time that Samuel had appointed. But Samuel came not into Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. And Saul said, Bring hither a burnt offering to me, and peace offerings. And he offered the burnt offering. And it came to pass that as soon as he had made an end of the offering, the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came, and Saul went out to meet him, that he might salute him. So that's where, that's where he goes astray. And then... In verses 11 and 12, we'll read his excuses. And Samuel said, What hast thou done? And Saul said, Because I saw that the people were scattered from me, and that thou camest not within the days appointed, and that the Philistines gathered themselves at Michmash. That's how we're going to say that. Um, Therefore said I, The Philistines will come down upon me to Gilgal, and I have not made supplication unto the Lord. I forced myself therefore and a burnt offering and offered a burnt offering. So 
he was like, well, you were late, and the people were scattered abroad, and the Philistines were coming, so I just went ahead and did it. I'm, I like to, in verse 12, where he's like, I forced myself, therefore, he's, like, I had no choice. He's like, I had to terrible. do it. It's all the people's fault. I mean, it was just, it was a whole big disaster. So then if we keep reading in verses 13 through 14, we'll read the consequences of his sin. And Samuel said unto Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandment of the Lord thy God when he commanded thee. For now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever. But now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord hath sought him a man after his own heart, and... I lost my place. And the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people, because thou hast not kept that which the Lord has commanded thee. So, the consequences for his sin were that he no longer got to keep the... (laughs) The kingdom. I want you guys to know that I was gesturing with my marker just now, and just threw it at the computer. So I'm sure they heard it. Hey, I'm sure you the did. Computer. So, so there are consequences. Yeah. <laughs> Always. My bad. This is why I should not talk holding things in my hand. And I think I mean I just was thinking of this while you were reading, but like his consequence for messing up and I mean like he was not to offer the sacrifice himself and he did it. Um, and then when confronted, of course, made the excuses. So the kingdom was taken away from him and his um, descendants. But um, David, being the next king um, that we read about, makes what we would consider to be even worse mistakes, right? With Bathsheba, we could go through all of that. Yeah, so much worse the mistakes that he made in our human minds. And yet David is called a man after God's own heart. Is his heart. Yeah, it was the heart, and when when Saul is confronted with his um, mistakes here and in other places that we could read about, he makes excuses for them, he blames other people and all this, and when David is confronted with his sins, right, he immediately repents and he owns up to his sin, and so really it's that response that God is looking for. He knows we're going to mess up. That's a given. That's a given. We're human. We are all going to make mistakes, but how are we going to react to those mistakes? Um, Are we going to own up to our shortcomings, or are we going to run from them? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I I led you right to that. It's like Rafiki. (laughs) The way I see it, you can either learn from it or run from it. That's exactly right, and God wants us to learn for it, right? From it, yes. He wants us to. T- I can own up to that mistake. You know, I've been, <laughs> I've been struggling to talk this whole time. I've been throwing markers, so I feel like you're allowed to mess up once. Yeah, but just the one, just the one time. Um, but yeah, God, He expects us to mess. He He wants us to be as perfect as we can be, but He knows. That we're gonna mess up. <laughs> He's all knowing. He is all knowing. But he wants us to confess and repent. Ah! She just 
she just threw her pin at me. I want you to know that whatever it was I was gesturing, <laughs> she was like mocking me, gesturing back. I was not mocking you. Okay. I was just mirroring me. Yes. I just knew what you were going to say, so I was just going to mouth along. And then we just happened to keep doing the same hand gestures, and it was really funny. And then all of a sudden, there's this just pin flying at me. So, <laughs> um, so God is looking for us, bringing it right back to the lesson. God is bringing it all about personal responsibility. Um, you can see two different responses in the book of Acts. Um, I love to look at these two um, almost side by side. But you have Peter preaching on the day of Pentecost, and he preaches this entire lesson um, going back through the history that God has um, brought the Jews through. And in verse 36, do you want to read it? I'm not there, but That's, I can. I can. Here. Oh. In Acts 2, verses 36 and 37. Which says... Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Okay, so as he's going through all of this history, he says to them um, that they have crucified Jesus, right? He says, and, and God has made him Lord and King, and their response then to that is they were pricked in their heart and they they're like what should we do and we know that that day um 3,000 souls right um were baptized and the church began right they received the basically the condemnation the accusation of what they had done um and now we're going to look at acts chapter 7 and verses 52 through 54 and this is when stephen is um, giving a, an account to the council, and Addie's going to read that oh, too. Oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't know oh, you were ready for that. you're good. Um, which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And they have slain them which showed before of the coming of the just one, whom ye have been now the betrayers and murderers, who have received the law by the disposition of angels and have not kept it. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. Okay, so Stephen, as he's giving that account, um, again, a history of the Jews, of God's people, and he goes through um, the God's plan for the people, and he gets down to that same point, really, that Peter had made. Like, and this one, Jesus, whom you crucified, like, he was the just one, you killed him, and the response is just completely different. When they heard this here in Acts chapter 7, they gnashed on him with their teeth, and we know that following this, then they kill him, making him the first Christian martyr. Um, so it, it's all about the response, right? What are we going to do when we mess up? Are we going to make excuses? No. Or... <laughs> are you going to ask the next question so I can answer yes? <laughs> Or are we going to confess our sins? Yes! Yes, that is what we're going to do. First John 1, verses 7 through 10. Oh, I have your Bible, so... You have my Bible. First John 1. <laughs> wow, Addie, are you going to confess your sin? Yeah. Your shortcomings? I'm so sorry. Just... 
just ripped her Bible. <laughs> I, I like this part of First John. It's even <laughs> underlined. I am. I am so sorry. Hey, you know what? Why don't you read it out of your Bible? You know what? Maybe I will. My pages are thick. Um, verses seven through ten, which says, "But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin." If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. I, just, I thought those were <laughs> fitting verses to end on, um, because it shows, really, there is no benefit to making excuses. I mean, God's all-knowing. He knows it's an excuse. Yeah, and he knows... He knows that we messed up. He knows we're just hiding it. And there's no benefit to that. It really doesn't work out. But there is benefit if we will confess it. So, obviously. Beans. Huh? I said cool beans. Cool beans. Yeah. Obviously, if you've never been baptized, you have to also follow all of those steps to become a Christian. But yes. wanted to clarify. It's a good clarification. Out there. I know. Yeah. you gotta, you yeah. got to keep all of it uh-huh. right uh-huh. together. But... Um, yeah, don't make excuses. Just own up to it. If someone said, hey, who tore my Bible? <laughs> I'd be like, that was me. I'm <laughs> so sorry. And if I, <laughs> I can't breathe. I want you guys to know that we had to stop the podcast for a minute because I kept thinking I was going to like get it back together and all was going to be fine and I could just keep reading. Like I could overcome this, right? No. We had to delete like a minute and a half of just silence because I am laughing so hard I can physically not breathe and <laughs> just crying. It shows how much she really was upset that she could pour my Bible. <laughs> I was legit crying though. Like I was laughing, but I'm not sure why, because it just felt awful. So I own up to that. That's on me. I'm sorry. It's all good. We're gonna go fix it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Arts and crafts. That's right. Thanks for listening. Thank Tell you. Tell your friends to listen to our podcast. Hey, sorry, plug the podcast. I just did. You did. They're going to be like, this one's so long. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. Anyway, tell your friends. Have a great rest of your week. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.